Stampede. Garner is at number 100, recorded 53021. I'm not an expert in military procedures. No, I'm an artist trying to tell you what your future will be. It's true my father was a major in the U.S. Army during World War II, but none of that really rubbed off on me. However, that doesn't prevent me from talking about the tactics used by saboteurs in this country. And let me be clear on this point. There are saboteurs in America, and their numbers are growing. And let me say this, there will be no expense spared at attempting to hunt them down. I won't try describing what's motivating this increase, but it should be plain to everyone in this country something is wrong. By and large, The destruction of a normal functioning economic process is rarely covered in the news. Usually, when a long freight train is derailed, reporting almost always concludes with authorities saying it's still under investigation. One fact that is rarely revealed is that it was a direct act of sabotage. When there's a pileup of 40 rail cars carrying toxic substances, the American public isn't going to hear an official say, 
it occurred by someone or a group of people who intentionally caused it. Now, you won't hear that because it's under investigation. And believe me, the people whose job it is to find the perpetrators of this kind of threat will use whatever methods to restore order. Of course, the first sign that something is wrong is when, in the daily functioning of a society, anarchists make their appearance. The truly dedicated, homegrown anarchists come from two different places. The first is obvious. He or she, or a group of anarchists, have mental issues. That is to say, they feel they've been wronged, persecuted. So they want to stop what is happening. They don't believe in the system, and they want to end it. The other type of anarchist is simply motivated in producing destruction. The saboteur is not the same as the terrorist. The terrorist wants to kill people in order to make a point. They will use any method to get their message recognized. Usually, they're motivated by hatred, unlike a sociopath who seeks pleasure in killing. The serial killer is driven to fulfill a need for pleasure. So, there's a fine line between a terrorist and a serial killer. Sociopathic behavior may have a distorted origin, rooted in hatred. 
but finds pleasure in releasing that hatred by killing, whereas the terrorist kills in order to achieve a goal. Now, the saboteur may not wish to accomplish a goal by killing, although that may occur in the process of fulfilling an objective. Derailing a freight train may result in some people dying, but that's the price that must be paid for stopping the system from continuing. A saboteur would not fire a rocket at an airline loaded with passengers, but a terrorist would. The saboteurs are content when they throw a monkey wrench in the order of things. They want to put an end to the orderly functioning of society, but not intentionally killing people. In some way, they can be considered patriots because they view what they're doing as being for the good. And when you sabotage an electrical power transmission line, you're working towards stopping the continuity of the system. Saboteurs are a rare breed of reformers and are highly educated individuals, usually living well disguised in society. They know what they do is being pursued by the best law enforcement agencies because they threaten the vulnerability of society. Placing a bomb like at the Boston Marathon killing people is not the same as turning off the electricity to a city. Of course, turning off the electricity can kill people as well.
The strange thing about saboteurs is they can be found working their destructive ways on both sides of the fence. In fact, in America, the classic saboteurs today traffic in many more things than derailing freight trains or knocking down electrical power lines. The saboteur can be found in almost every workplace. It can be the man sitting by a milling machine putting out small parts sold for the assembly of a motor, intentionally producing a defective component assuring the motor will never work. That's only a small fraction of the saboteurs that exists in lots of ways guaranteeing that things break down. It's true, full-throated propagandists can work on either side of the road. Their master is whoever can supply them with a place to promote a specific point of view. The good propagandist will tell you anything, just as long as they're paid well. It doesn't matter whether it's true or not. And so they too are saboteurs. They don't derail trains. They derail reality. There's nothing more destructive than misinformation or just a straight-up lie. The propagandist doesn't care about the truth. Their job is to keep their job and to do so by spreading misinformation or at best slanting the truth so that the public can never see what's happening. As such, they're destructive to the fabric of society and are the saboteurs of values. You see, The consumerist economy works when anything is fair game. Winning must be achieved at any cost, and allowing controls for determining whether you're producing something that is dangerous or destructive doesn't exist. You're to be used, manipulated into believing that what is happening to you is good. In other words, The lie is the truth, and you better not try to change that.
origin of the saboteurs is to be found in a country's dissection. If you discover their conduct in all levels of society, it represents an ending to a system. This country has been built on the idea of trust, on a common belief that our lives would be better. The rise of the saboteurs is an attempt to end that trust, that it instills distrust, unreliability, a lack of commitment for honesty. And in this country, it doesn't take much to see that reversal in human behavior. We are a debtor country. Our government has produced a doubt as to its reliability, its integrity, its very survival. And the saboteurs are a symptom of that unreliability. They destroy what has been promised, and their presence represents the end to continuity. And that's something you should anticipate. In many ways, it will be as corrosive as a viral pandemic. The life of well-being will be replaced with a sense of insecurity to make something beautiful to create harmony and peace isn't going to be our future the consumerist world has sold you a way of life that never was going to end well it could never have achieved what was needed you've been told all you could ever be content with was to want more well, that isn't going to continue to work because the destroyers are here and they aren't going to allow you to do that. Getting more was the false promise to make you believe it would offer prosperity. And the saboteurs have arrived to put an end to that. But like consumerism distorts our values, so too the destroyers won't give us what we want or need. America's order is shifting, but the destroyers are not creators of something beautiful. And that will take a long time to find.
Stopping saboteurs succeeding is difficult, if not impossible, especially when the system they're trying to stop is dysfunctioning, when it becomes obvious the processes are being called into question. That's when the saboteurs gain momentum. The reason for destroying what they consider wrong is reinforced, and accomplishing their mission becomes ever more important. They believe they have the moral high ground for what they're doing. Destroying is justified because the illness they see being felt, corrupting values in our everyday lives, require correction. They see the imperative to stop what is happening by destroying what makes the corruption exist. Within our own military, the presence of the saboteur must be searched and found out. The commitment of our military fulfilling what they are asked to do can never be called into question. And the saboteur who works within the military poses the greatest threat to continuity. Once sabotage reaches within our own military, it threatens the very existence of the body politic. The government and the people in our government can no longer exist without the protection of the military. The principles for protecting the people who run this country can never be called into question. In the past, that commitment from our military to provide security to our own government has never been called into question, but it may be today. The saboteurs have arrived, and they've come to destroy what they believe is a failing economic structure. Your future will not be guaranteed by the propagandists telling you what to believe in, because it won't be true.
This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard a cut from Maurice Ravel's Bolero, a 1928 composition. Then Igor Stravinsky from his Le Sacre du Printemps, composed in 1913. Then a 1952 recording from the movie The Day the Earth Stood Still, Bernard Herrmann's composition. Then Franz Waxman's music to the 1935 movie The Bride of Frankenstein, and then more Waxman from the 1940 movie Rebecca, and finally more from The Bride of Frankenstein. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.